So we're just going to try. Try to keep my staff working. Try to keep us viable. Try to, this is a service to the community also. And that's what we want to try to do because people have to eat. One week ago, San Diego restaurants were taking reservations and filling tables. But on St. Patrick's Day, the dining rooms are all silent. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. We're all feeling the changes in our lives due to the coronavirus, but no two experiences are the same. Some people, like healthcare workers, are bracing for more hours on the front lines. Others are dealing with reduced hours or working from home. And then there's the growing ranks of people who find themselves unemployed due to the virus. Almost all of us, though, find ourselves at a restaurant at some point. Whether you're a gourmet seeking out a Michelin star experience, a truck driver looking to grab a quick lunch and a short break at a fast food joint, or a busy parent meeting friends for coffee at that neighborhood spot with a play area for the kids, we all have a use for restaurants. So city and county of San Diego orders to suspend all dine-in service is an impact we can't avoid. But what about the tens of thousands of San Diegans who rely on restaurants for their livelihood? In just a moment, we'll be talking to a local restaurant owner who just had to make one of the toughest decisions of his career. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Tuesday, March 17th. Governor Gavin Newsom says he expects more California communities to follow the example of six Bay Area counties that ordered shelter-in-place directives on Monday. The governor didn't mention any specific areas, but said he expects the orders in the next few days. There are no major changes in public health orders from San Diego County officials, but they did announce an active investigation of two local clusters of coronavirus. One cluster includes four individuals who contracted COVID-19 in the community, they're known to each other, some being active duty military members. One of those individuals has been hospitalized. The other three are on home isolation. A second larger cluster includes seven individuals, also known to each other, who recently traveled to Colorado for a ski trip. One of the seven has been hospitalized, while the others are undergoing home isolation. Vulnerable senior citizens now have a new option to try and avoid big crowds at the grocery store. All Northgate markets in Southern California, including their eight locations in San Diego, will open one hour early each day for seniors and the disabled to be able to shop for essentials while still practicing social distancing. Customer Ignacio Torres is grateful. You know, there's a lot of people our age that, you know, need that, are, are hesitant to go out to try to get what they really need. So, no, I think this is very helpful and useful. The special hours at Northgate Markets are from 7 to 8 a.m. Lines are growing longer at gun stores in San Diego. Today, about 50 people lined up outside Discount Gun Mart on Morena. Coronavirus concerns are creating a spike in weapons and ammunition sales across the country. Some gun shop owners say their shelves are empty. The airline industry is getting hit hard by the coronavirus. I spoke to local aviation expert Glenn Wynn, who recommends that if you're still required to travel, make sure you double and triple check that your flight will actually be taking place. My connections and contacts within the airline are telling me that some flights in some cities, there are no reservations, so the airlines are canceling those flights. Wynn says the entire industry is headed for a very rough patch. They will weather the storm. Now, some of the smaller carriers may find it difficult because, as you saw over the weekend, one of the major carriers announced it was going to put 
300 of its aircraft on the ground. He says that represents almost two-thirds of the airline's fleet, pilots, flight attendants, airport employees, and even flight caterers and hotel chains can all expect to be impacted by the sharp decline in air travel. The American Red Cross says they're now facing a severe blood shortage as blood drives across the country continue to be canceled as concerns over the coronavirus pandemic grow. Nearly 2,700 Red Cross blood drives in the U.S. have been canceled, resulting in approximately 86,000 fewer blood donations. And in the sports world, NBA superstar Kevin Durant is one of four Brooklyn Nets players to test positive for the COVID-19 virus, according to the team. Durant reports that he's feeling fine at the moment. Only one of his teammates is currently showing symptoms of the virus. Well, this week, restaurants in San Diego were forced to close their doors, limiting service to only takeout, delivery, and drive through It's one of the most dramatic measures taken to slow the spread of COVID-19. And joining me today on our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast is the owner of Cali Comfort Barbecue in Spring Valley, Sean Walshef. Sean, I appreciate you joining us on what what has to be a tough time for you, your family, your business, your employees, everyone. It's been a very difficult day, Ben. Very difficult on St. Patrick's Day, a day that's typically filled with serving green beer and filling out March Madness brackets. Um, getting ready to find out where San Diego State would be playing in the tournament. Yeah, um, telling half of my, actually more than half of my staff, about 70% of my staff, that unfortunately we're not going to need them anymore um, because we're going to be only doing to-go orders and uh, delivery orders. Uh, Very very difficult indeed. Sean, why don't you start? Tell me what just the reaction was like as you heard yesterday the new orders coming in. First, uh, the recommendations from the state and then hearing from the county and saying it's official. There's going to be no dine-in restaurant options uh, for the foreseeable future. You know, I think it's something that has been coming. Um, It's been coming down the pipes. I've been talking to other restaurant owners, uh, Victor Lopez, who owns El Pollo Grill, Dan Sobeck, he owns Corner Draft House in Bankers Hill, Um, been talking to other restaurants throughout the the nation and just kind of trying to get an an idea of of what is coming, talking to my staff, talking to my manager, talking to my wife, uh, talking to my attorney, my insurance broker. Um, The the problem is, is, is the information, right? It's we're trying to figure out what can we do that's best for our community? What can we do that's best for our business? What can we do that's best for our staff, um, for our customers? And what can we do just do as, as, as husband, you know, as a husband and as a father? You know, what, what's safe and what's not safe? What's responsible and what's not responsible? I think, you know, for us, we always talk about having digital hospitality in, in this day and age, and that's every business needs to be digital. You have to have some component where you're selling something online your website's ready to accept orders. And, you know, thankfully, we've focused on that. So we're set up to do to-go orders. We're set up to do uh, delivery orders through DoorDash. A lot of restaurants aren't as fortunate as us that, you know, once the mandate came down that you have to close dine-in restaurant dining, that means that, you know, most restaurants, if they're not set up to do to-go, then they have to close their business altogether. And they have outstanding bills. They have rent coming due. They have payroll. They have taxes. They have vendors that need to get paid. And, you know, it's a really brutal situation where a lot of restaurants probably will not survive the storm, survive the virus. From a logistical standpoint, Sean, uh, obviously we think of servers, bartenders uh, in the dine-in option. What does it look like behind the scenes in terms of the difference between dine-in service and to-go only service for a restaurant like yours? 
So today we already took 10 servers and bartenders collectively off the schedule. Um, essentially, they got, they got paid for coming in to work um, two hours because they were scheduled. Um, but for us, we really run a skeleton crew. I mean, you've heard about ghost restaurants, I'm sure, um, if you, you know, follow what, what's happening in tech and restaurants. And they're literally set up just to take care of e-commerce and take care of, you know, the, the gig economy, which is Uber Eats and DoorDash and Grubhub. So for us, we take deliveries by phone. We take deliveries through mobile. We take deliveries through DoorDash. Um, those come in. We have a pretty much the same back of the house. Um, thankfully, which is our full-time staff, and those are the staff, the heart of the house is what we call it. Um, they're essentially going to be there because we really don't know what the volume is. You know, I, I, I've been making jokes because that's what you do and when you're anxious and there's times of uncertainty. Humor is a good way to, to, to get through it, but, you know, everyone's buying toilet paper and everyone's stocking up on all kinds of supplies and I understand that. That's completely understandable. But everyone didn't all of a sudden learn how to cook. And even if you do know how to cook, it's not like you know how to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner three, you know, for seven days out of the week and do dishes for that. So, you know, there is a possibility that um, we we will get some business out of it. Hopefully, um, we have got a very strong community that supports us, and we're so grateful. You know, 11 years in business, but I I never thought that I would have to send out, you know a message to all of our staff effectively saying that, you know, 70% of our staff, um, we can't give them hours. Uh, we want to give them hours. We just don't have the business to support that. Sean, what's the, um, what are the options in terms of perishable goods? Obviously you, you want to sell as much food on hand as, as you can to go, but, uh, there's kegs of beer that are sitting in the cooler that don't last forever. What, what can you do with all that stuff other than just letting it go bad or, uh, you know, trying to, you know, give it to friends and family. I mean, what are the options out there? That's a great, that's a great point. I mean, the, yeah, the, on the liquor side, thankfully liquor stays, um, wine stays, um, craft beer. Yeah. We have different, um, expiration dates on those. Uh, currently Eric, my general manager, he's reviewing, you know, what kind of options we have. Um, but as far as the food, the food side is we're hoping to sell the food. You know, that's, the biggest goal is to be able to to sell the food and to be able to continue to order food and and get as much barbecue into the smoker and sold as possible so that we're not wasting food. Um, if worse comes to worse and we can't sell it, then you know we'll look at options like donating it to uh, the San Diego Food uh, Food Bank. You know Jim Flores over there does an incredible job um, taking care of. And there's a lot of students that now that there's no school, they're not going to get meals. So whatever we can do to to help the situation is it's not it's it's our responsibility it's our fiduciary responsibility and our moral responsibility to do seems like a small consideration now but it must have been odd the last few days before the order came down for a sports restaurant and bar like yours to have no sports on the televisions with almost uh, you know nothing going on around the country or around the world uh, in terms of competitions yeah, you know, I was I was on a restaurant podcast, uh, the Corner Booth, which is a you know restaurant industry podcast, about two months ago, and I was talking to them about our philosophy of why we're a sports bar, why we're a sports entertainment destination, and you know because no matter what, there's always something that we can put on the TV that a sports fan can enjoy. You know, whether it's Major League Basketball, you know, whether it's NBA basketball, whether it's NFL, whether it's soccer, whether it's the Olympics whether it's eSports, whether it's WWE, Fight Night, you name it, we can put the sport on 
And to be in a situation where we're literally watching Sports Center just cancel all the sports, all the sporting events on the sports calendar, um, it's it, it's it's a very weird thing. It's a very weird thing not to be filling out a bracket. Um, you know, personally, as someone that's been doing it since as long as I can remember, since I was a teenager, filling out a bracket for March Madness. And, you know, we have such a strong San Diego State um, fan base uh, that come out and support the games and, you know, what an incredible season they had. And it's just a, it's a tragedy that they, that it got cut short. Sean, uh, you're obviously a, a kind of a leader influencer in your community and in the restaurant community in San Diego. What would you tell our leaders, both locally on the state level and even nationally about what they can do to help small business owners, especially restaurant owners like yourself, you know, make it through these next, you know, few weeks and months when you're obviously going to have to deal with uh, a vastly different business environment. I mean, I, I, I think they need, they need to fight for small businesses. I think, you know, it, it's very difficult for us. We're, we, we purchase insurance, business interruption insurance, and in that business interruption insurance, there's exclusions for virus. But, I mean, how many business owners are fortunate enough to be able to pay for that insurance? And we pay for that insurance to be a blanket for us when things like this go wrong so that we can pay our bills and so that we can pay our staff that aren't going to be working so we can do all these things to continue to be in a position where we can open up again and provide to the community. We need those people to go fight on their behalf and it's always easier for the insurance agencies and the insurance companies to go and, and, uh, and get things done on the state level and on the federal level than it is for us as a small business. But if we all collectively, one thing that every leader can do, no matter, what, no matter where they are in San Diego or where they are in the world, is that they can, they, can be a, a, they can be proactive in getting a positive message out. Because really it's one day at a time. We're, we're living in a world where we don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. But today we can do the best we can to be proactive, take a look at the situation, be honest, open and honest with our employees, with our loved ones, with our customers, and tell them we're going to do the best job we can. And if that means that, you know, unfortunately we have to close our doors, then we will do that too. Sean, uh, before you go, uh, obviously trying to do what we can. Uh, if people would like to order from Cali Comfort, what's your delivery range at this point? You're located in Spring Valley, obviously, for pickup. But uh, in, if people want to order outside, how far can they go? And uh, where should they go? What app should they use? So the delivery range um, right now, it was five five miles with DoorDash. But we actually were on the phone with them this morning, and they're going to extend it to 10 miles within um, Spring Valley. So 10 miles. 10-mile radius from Spring Valley, you should be able to order uh, delivery through DoorDash. Um, you can do that through DoorDash, the app, or you can go on uh, calibbq.media, and that's our mobile-friendly site where you can order for pickup um, online there. You can also order gift cards, which is a huge help um, to the business. But it's not just our business. There's lots of businesses um, locally that they need your support, um, taco shops, whatever business is able to open, open for takeout and to go and delivery. Um, we, we highly, highly encourage people to uh, spend a couple of those meals, a couple of those dollars um, with, with those businesses. Well, Sean, we really wish you the best of luck uh, thinking about you and appreciate uh, you spending some time and being so uh, open about what's going on. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Ben. Thank you. Of course, not everyone can afford to get a lot of takeout or buy gift cards, but restaurant owners like Sean are depending on their neighbors to keep supporting their businesses during a tough time.
Each day, look to 10news.com and our social media channels for new coronavirus impact podcasts. And make sure to download the 10 News app for all of today's important stories, along with reports you'll only see on 10 News. As always, it's available to download for free at the App Store. That'll do it for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together.